0: Let's talk about it. Because we're going to talk about it. So let's talk about it. Because we're going to talk about it. Let's Talk About It is a podcast designed to bring answers to a lot of life questions from a biblical perspective. But it's not all serious here. You see here, we laugh, we cry, and we share our stories of struggles and triumphs. So join us on this journey as we navigate throughout our life to help you with yours. So now. Stop waiting around. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Cause we gonna talk about it. Why I became a Christian. All right, let's let's break it down. April tenth, nineteen ninety, was when I was born. Yes, I am thirty years old. Doesn't seem like it's a long time, but to me, thirty years to get to where I am right now. So, um, first thing I want to do is break down what a Christian is to me, uh, because I see that, um, for a lot of people that becomes construed, you know, it becomes clouded, um uh, by the, um, self-righteous, pompous, prideful, uh, Christians that we, uh, that a lot of people see. So, uh, what is a Christian to me? um christian means i'm not perfect it means i have flaws um and i often tell people cuz i used to hear my old pastor say this uh the churches where jacked up people go to get their jacked up lives together you know and so for me that's what christian means to me it means i'm not perfect it means that i have flaws it means that you know i make mistakes um but grace covers me it doesn't give me you know a right to talk down about anyone it doesn't give me a right to uh, look down upon anyone it doesn't give me any type of right like that it gives me a right to you know own up to my mistakes and own up to my problems and own up to my issues you know and take them to a savior who can take them and you know help me to go through them so um some people may say well why don't you go to a therapist?" Well. <laughs> In the book of Isaiah, it lets you know that he is the wonderful counselor. Ha, my God. (laughs) He is the wonderful counselor. So he is my first therapist. And so, you know, taking those issues and those problems to him, you know, kind of helped me uh, throughout my life. Uh, It wasn't easy. It really wasn't. It wasn't easy at all. So let's break this down. So I've been going to church my entire life in entire life i've been in church i started um my mom took me to church i I was what they called a drug baby i was drugged to church when i didn't want to go um i participated in youth choir i participated in the church plays everything uh my mom took me to church my grandmother took me to church um and then i would go to my babysitter's house and she took me to church like and she was a mother of the church so i had to be there and you know so i grew up um <laughs> I grew up Baptistolic, you know, because my family was Baptist and my babysitter was apostolic. So I just I got it all. Uh but my first encounters with God would be I would hear my babysitter pray at night. Um She would pray, I mean she would pray hard too. You know, and it wasn't no five, ten minute prayer. No, she got on her got, got down on her knees every night and, and you know and talk with God. You know, she talked with him, not to him. She talked with him, which means that she waited for the assurance and comfort in her heart that he heard her and he gave her something to kind of help her through the night. And so um, she talked with him. And so what happened was one night she was praying and it just I just I, I didn't know what happened. I didn't know what was going on. I just got on my knees and started to pray. Didn't know nothing about prayer. But I heard her do it so much, I felt like that was the way to go, and so I just started praying. You know, I don't to be honest with you, I don't remember what I prayed, not at all, not a lick. <laughs> I don't remember a thing that I prayed, but I prayed and uh, got up, said Amen. Did I didn't know Jesus' name? None of that. I just said Amen. Um, if I said that, you know, I, like I said, I don't remember. But that was my first experience with God. So uh fast forward that was around age seven or eight and that kinda happened. So we fast forward a little bit. I stopped going to my babysitter's house. uh I started you know, my mom uh started leaving me at home by myself, you know, I was able I was responsible. I could, you know, pretty much take care of myself. I know how to cook for myself. I know how to do for myself. You know, so I was good. Um so around age 10 you know I, I started just going my own way doing my own thing my grandmother used to pick me up for church after a while i told her i'm not going anymore i didn't want to go you know uh i have, was at the point now where i made my own decision about if i want to go to church or not and my mom kind of you know she kind of just let me do that and so but i do believe my mom always wanted me in church uh because i was a hellion man (laughs) i wasn't you know trouble in the streets but i was i was a hellion i gave my mama the blues a lot you know and that's some of the things that i had to own up to when i became a christian but we'll get into that um i'm trying not to make this episode long but if i do guaranteed there's going to be a part two of my story so just get ready um so going from there from age 10 i went up uh started doing my own thing got into middle school And so i started to learn about you know life and love and you know dating and all that stuff you know typical middle school stuff you know i wasn't the the player type i didn't do that uh, I, well i didn't try to it just kind of happened um but you know I started to experience those feelings and those emotions and hormones and all this stuff going through puberty and all this stuff. And, you know, so I was just like, I was over it, you know, and then, uh, around age 12, was it 12? Yeah. Around age 12. Um, I was introduced to a group, um, known as, uh, it was a dance group known as rhythm and motion. And, um, I didn't know they were a Christian dance group at all. I didn't know they were Christian performing arts group. They just came to the school like, you want to dance? You know, and I'm like, shoot, man, why not? The, the lady who announced them was like, um, hey, if you want to dance like Beyonce and Usher and Chris Brown, I'm like, man, I want to do that. I want to do that. You know, like I want to be famous. <laughs> and so I signed up. I went home that night, told my mom. I said, mom, I signed up for this um, this dance this dance troupe thing. And she was like, all right. I said, she should be giving you a call here soon um and so they called like not too long after that they called we went up I signed up and the rest is history I was there for from age 12 up until I was 19 yeah so that was yeah um and they took me so from age 12 to like 14 you know going into high school you know I was just dancing we did recitals and stuff like that but I noticed that it was all Christian based music it was all gospel and I'm like I thought he was probably doing Usher and stuff like that, um, but you know it turned out to be for my good. So uh, after that, going into fourteen, uh, coming into yeah, we'll stop at fourteen because that's that's about the age. So you know at that point, I had been to Chicago to dance. I had been to that's it, yeah, just Chicago at that point to dance. So and but they were showing me you know the ropes there, and they were. They took me to church with them and uh because I had to dance at at that church. Um my dance instructor asked me, You want to dance with us at church? I said, eh, why not? So I went to church and when we when I got there, the I was going back and forth, you know, uh every now and again I would go to dance. And so one day the pastor of the church came to me and said, Um, she said to me, Don't just come to church to dance and I said okay yes ma'am I got it and I joined the church didn't know what I was doing didn't know nothing about it I just joined the church um and so I started going but then I fell off you know you're gonna hear a lot about that me fault I fell so many times it makes no sense um but I fell off I fell away and so I started doing my own thing I got to high school going into i was in my sophomore year in high school and so going into the winter time my grandmother had just passed away um going into the winter um coming out of christmas and all that stuff man i you hear the story about people who say well i was just going through i was just down and depressed i wasn't none of that i had anger issues but i wasn't mad i wasn't like depressed or anything like that i just was doing me you know, and um, I remember this one particular night where I just I just had an outburst, and I just ran up the street like I couldn't take it no more. I just ran, and my brother, my brother came and got me. Um he kind of just like coached me. My little brother came and like coached me and got me together. So I just and nobody knew what happened. <laughs> you know, nobody knew. It was just me, my brother, my sister, and a couple of our friends, and we just did that. So um, from there. Uh, My sister called me one day and she said, hey, we having a revival at church. And I didn't want to go. I was doing my own thing. I didn't want to go. Uh, But before I can say no, yes came out of my mouth. And that's the best way for me to explain it. You know, and and she was like, all right, we'll be there. Such, such day, such, such time. I said, all right, cool. So I get to the church and this, I mean, it's, 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 it's lit you know shout out to the kojic you know y'all y'all can get it y'all can get it together y'all get it y'all get it popping so um we get there and the the pastor asked at the end of service he asked he said we're going to do three lines he said if you want to get saved you get in this line if you want to get filled with the holy holy ghost get in that line if you want to get uh saved and filled with the holy ghost you're gonna get in this line and so I just got in the middle line with the saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. And I didn't know what none of that meant. I didn't understand it. I knew what and round about what being saved meant. But that's about it. This Holy Ghost stuff, I ain't know nothing about that. I didn't know nothing. <laughs> and so uh he I went up, he laid hands on me, and I didn't send me on my way. But that night, man, that night was was an experience for me. Because After he laid hands on me, I just. I got home. I was sitting in the room. I know I I got home. I came in my room and I just I couldn't do nothing but get on my knees. And I said, I don't know much about you. And I don't know much about this life. I don't know much about being saved and I don't know much about. I don't know about the Holy Ghost. I said, but what I think I do know is that I need you to carry on in my life i need you i was talking to god i said i need you i didn't ask him to save me there was no sinner's prayer there was no format there was nothing i just asked him i said i need you i can't do this without you i need you and i got up and i believe at that moment i gave my life to jesus christ i really do you know i i didn't say come into my life or none of that i acknowledged he was lord i knew that he was he he died and was raised on the third day you know per the scripture and so i was that's all i did i got up it was on january the 4th on <laughs> january the 4th i i accepted jesus christ into my life and every day i would go to the church for this revival and i was i was they we they had what was called Terryan, Terryan service, and so they I, I mean just going 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 going, and I had you know a, a man he was he was kind of like helping me through it helping me through it like come on you can get it you can get it you can get it, and so he uh he was taking me home and he said he said you know why you can't get filled with the Holy Ghost I said why is that he said because you come to church and you look too pretty. And <laughs> i mean i was decked out i was wearing you know my sweaters and my shoes and my, I, I had it all and so this last day it was the last day of the revival and i was determined i said i'm getting the holy ghost tonight <laughs> i'm getting them tonight and um hey my god i can feel it mm. i said i'm getting the holy ghost tonight and so i put on some sweatpants a sweatshirt I put on some old tennis shoes that I had on, and I was determined. I like, I'm not about to go in here and try to impress nobody. I want it. Because people around me was getting filled. And I'm sitting here like, what in the world? And so let me, let me, let me, let me segue real quick. Because I hear a lot of people say, Oh, you caught the Holy Ghost. No, you can't catch the Holy Ghost. It ain't the flu. It ain't the cold. He's not that. He you have to be filled with the Holy Ghost. You know, people use this. He caught the Holy Ghost. He was dancing you can't catch the Holy. Ghost it's almost equivalent to throwing a frisbee and you just randomly jump up and catch it that's that no you have to be filled with with the holy ghost because the holy ghost is the the spirit of god so that's just yeah you have to be filled with that you know and so people were getting filled all around me i mean people on the floors you know speaking in tongues and i'm sitting here like what in the world and i'm like it's my turn it is my turn so i lifted my hands and they started saying, say, thank you, Jesus. And I started saying, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And next thing I know, boom, I was, they, it was coming out like water. Like just, it was just flowing out of me like water. And um, the man of God came down and laid hands on me and I went down. And this ain't one of them fake go downs and he didn't push me and I like that. He just put his hands on my head lightly. And before I knew it, I was on the ground and I was rolling. That's all I could tell you. I was rolling and see, that's why I say, you know, y'all can talk about and criticize God all you want to because what you want to do, you can't stop me from believing because I've experienced this. I've walked this. I've lived this. You know, I've experienced the goodness of God when the Bible says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good, man, oh, man. I've tasted and I've seen and that's why I can't turn away from him. That's why I can't walk away from him. That's why I can't leave him because I've tasted and I know he's real. I know this is real. I wasn't high. I wasn't none of that. I was in my right mind, but I was determined to know Jesus. I was determined to know this God because I had heard so many people talk about him, but I had never experienced him for myself. And this is something that I'm going to, listen, I'm going to segue real quick. I'm about to minister to your spirit. I'm about to minister to your soul. If you do not know Jesus, if you do not know God and you are basing your uh, your belief based off what other people have said and done, do not do that. I have I had to try him for myself i had to come to a realization that i needed him for myself my mama could not do it for me my grandmother could not do it for me nobody could do it for me although my babysitter took me to church she took me to church she took me to church she took me to church i could not do it for myself i could not make it myself i, I I I I had I'm sorry, I had to make that decision for myself. She couldn't make that decision for me. My mother could not make that decision for me. I had to come to know him for me. I mean, I had Bibles in my room. I I, you know I was able to quote John 316, but it was not enough. I had to come to know him for myself. And so just because you ain't got a chance to know him, don't 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 try to talk me out of it. Don't try to talk me away from if you feel that it's wrong for me to serve the Lord, then you go right ahead but as for me in my house i will serve the lord i will do that i'm going to live for him now i have to minister to your spirit real quick i have to minister to your soul real quick to let you know but try him for yourself that's what he wants he, he wants you to try him try him for yourself don't depend on the opinions and feelings and thoughts of others try him for yourself And some people may say, well, I've tried him. I've tried him. I tried to do it. I tried to do it. Did you do it in the right heart? Did you do it with the right intentions? You see, I I got saved plenty of times before. I went up to the altar plenty of times before. And I said, I did what they told me to do. And I went out and I still did what I wanted to do. I still was a hell raiser. I still was out there smoking. I still was out there drinking. I still was out there cussing. I still did what I wanted to do. I still did it. But I went to the altar and I said what they wanted me to say. But until I made a conscious decision that this is what I'm going to do, I made that choice at. <laughs> See? See? You start ministering like that. And what happens? The enemy gets into it and you knock my dog on recording device down and so i stopped it but at 14 years old i ain't gonna stop at 14 years old i made that decision and you can be 30 you can be 60 you can be 90 it's not too late for you to make that decision it's never too late for you to make that decision and so now back to what i was talking about mm-hmm. Who? So, everybody around me was getting filled with the Holy Spirit. they getting filled with the Holy Ghost, and they all on the ground speaking in tongues. I'm on the ground now. I'm, I'm rolling on the floor, you know, and they had to carry me, pick me up, and literally carry me to the pew because I couldn't walk. I couldn't walk at all. And so, that was at 14, 14 years old. That was at 14. That was in January of 2015 i'm sorry no january 2005 Mm, my lord january 2005 and so um going back to the dance group you know i'm letting them know hey this is what happened to me over winter you know over our winter break you know and you know it just kind of all came together so now i'm experiencing a whole new side of life you know i'm praying i'm seeking god i'm reading the bible i'm you know and i'm just i mean praying in the Holy Ghost speaking ardently in tongues you know praying in tongues and people may say well that's fake it ain't fake it ain't fake it's not fake y'all just babbling it's not babbling it's a language you don't understand that's why you call it babbling but you don't tell somebody who's speaking Spanish they babbling you don't tell somebody who's speaking uh, Italian they babbling it's the language of their nation it's the language of their country and so tongues real tongues real holy ghost it's the language of our country it's the holy language and so that's why we speak in tongues anywho <laughs> so i told them what happened i'm going you know through this and let them know hey this is what happened to me this is the this is what i've experienced in god and they were excited and you know a whole new life for me a whole new life opened up for me you know and so we started traveling more you know we changed our name from rhythm and motion we went to uh yoke destroys ministry to no limits in motion it was just a lot and so because we were moving up we were elevating and so we we um started traveling went to the bobby jones gospel show uh bobby jones Gospel Artist Showcase in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. We danced there. Um, We danced in Chicago. We danced in Oklahoma. We've danced in Texas. We've danced everywhere we we went everywhere you know uh in the mall of america we had to do an impromptu dance in mall of america just to you know and it was it was great it was absolutely great it was a phenomenal time of my life um but then we fast forward till i turned 18 you know 19 going into those areas going into those ages and you know um that's when i started to experience um the church on the people side um so I think I'm gonna make that part too. Yeah, I'm gonna make that part two. Experiencing the church on the people side. I experienced the church on God's side, and that was wonderful. That was amazing. Because He's He's perfect and He knows how to deal with each individual soul. And so I've experienced and so I want that part is fine. It's the people side that I got to get over. Um so yeah, I'm gonna make that part too. So experiencing the church, you know, on the people side, why well, I became a Christian experiencing the people the christian people here we go uh and what all that entailed um and how that shaped and molded my life um and i think that's going to bless a lot of people because you you've experienced the hurt you know you've experienced the pain of people you know who weren't great representations of jesus christ and so um yeah so i'm gonna make that a part two um hold on it was something else i wanted to say um. Yeah. So yeah, that, I mean that's about it. I covered a lot. Um. I had to segue into the ministry because that's who I am. I'm a preacher. You know, like it or not, you can listen if you don't. If you want to listen, if you if you don't want to, that's your business. You know, I'm not stopping you. But um, I'm trying to become authentically me. Um, and that is a preacher. I'm a preacher, and that's what I do, and that's what I love to do. Um. So um the downfalls of you know my pitfalls where I fail you know uh coming back all the stuff you're going to get all that so i'm probably going to do a three part series for me um and then after me it's going to be my wife and then i got someone else in mind for a part four so um because let's talk about it. it's taking a turn we're going to start asking the question of why we're going to start asking the whys of life you know why do you do this and why do you do that because we want to get down to it um be on the lookout for uh everything else we got going on we got culture shock nation coming out um let's talk about after dark going get a whole new revamp um and uh we have uh your life matters getting ready to come out and daddy and me getting ready to come out with uh my my kids so yeah just get ready because we're doing it we're doing it big in 2021 so um i love you guys and i will talk to you later deuces Let's Talk About It is a podcast sponsored by Anchor.fm. You can find Let's Talk About It on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. And let's talk about it with the fam. And as always, stop waiting around and let's talk about it.